There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. From the Intercontinental Hotel in Dubai Festival City. This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 special. Live at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. Hear from the world's greatest writers. The excitement is keeping up because we are with the guys from Bosch. Henry and Ian are alongside us and they have the biggest plant-based video channel on Facebook. Their cookbook, Bosch, is also the highest selling vegan cookbook of all time. They're also presenting a vegan supper club tonight at 7.30. We're gonna find out more about that. So let's start with saying welcome, Henry, Ian, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. It's really exciting to be here. It really, really is, yeah, yeah. thank you very, very much. It's amazing, such an amazing city, such an amazing hotel, it's wonderful. Is, is it your, your first, first time? time? Yes. Great yeah. minds. <laughs> I, I was actually here once before, um, okay. but it was 15 years ago. So it looked wow. quite different. There was, I remember, the main thing I remember was just sand and then buildings. What brought yeah. you here 15 years ago? I was 21, I was going traveling, and this was a stop on route, but I had a friend here and I came to stay with her family back then. Ah, that's mm. in the early days when it was still just getting on the map for people outside of yeah. this part of the region. I want. Let's get into what you guys are doing, because Bosch. Please explain the name to me. What is it? I'm not from the UK, but my it's my all very UK centric. My isn't British it? flatmate it says it now and then. Bish Bosch. Bosch. Yeah. What is it? <coughs> so there's when you when in the UK when you're doing something you're doing something quickly. It's like I'm going to get it done. Bish Bash Bosch. So we basically took the name Bosch and turned it into our brand. And obviously it resonated really, really well with everybody in the United Kingdom because they got it straight away. Monosyllabic. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, we've kind of been lucky enough to cook food across the world and everyone always says, yeah, we like your name, Bosch, it's really cool. So yeah, it's good. And how long have you guys known each other? We're mates from back in the day. So we went to secondary school together. It must have been about 23 years ago that we first met. We were mates, but we weren't like bezies. Yeah. Uh, but then we moved in together about seven years ago as housemates, and we've been living and working together ever since. And so were you always, I mean, at some point, I'm guessing you were on meat-based diets. Oh, yeah. When did that transition really? <laughs> yeah. When did that change happen for you guys? Because I feel like this is something that's really trendy at the moment. It's something yeah. that a lot of people, there's a lot of traction around plant-based diets, around veganism, documentaries that have been coming out that have been catching a lot of attention. But clearly this is a switch you made prior to, prior to that. Yeah, so I went vegan on the 1st of March, 2015. So it's almost bang on five years. Okay. And Henry Blake was about four weeks after me. So yeah, we, we went vegan because we watched a documentary called Cowspiracy and learned about um, how bad animal agriculture is for the world, really, right. and how good a vegan diet is at combating that sort of negative thing from um, animal agriculture. So yeah, we went vegan as a little trial and um, felt fantastic because of it, and it's been the best thing we've ever done. The fact that you, you have the anniversary date firmly in mind, is that because it was a very concerted decision at the time? It wasn't a kind of... Well, Let's have a go. It was a, it was a big change because uh, both Henry and I had been eating a full regular sort of meat-based diet since the day that we could eat all the way through to our early 30s. So to make that decision is quite a big decision to make, but we felt that the decision was, um, it was kind of built on really solid things, you know? Right. So Tell me about that period of transition though, because I think a lot of people yo-yo. They'll want to go vegetarian. Let's say I was pescatarian for a year and a half. But you know, a lot of times bounce back into eating meat because it's 
easier for some people. Uh, I guess some people actually miss meat, but what was that like for you? Were there, did you bounce back and forth a bit? Was it once you decided to do it, you were on that train? I would say we both had slightly different experiences. So Ian um, gradually phased out meat, went veggie, then went vegan over about a month, a wasn't month, it? Yeah. yeah. And I, because uh, he, he was just before me, I went instant cold turkey, if you excuse the pun, um, instant vegan, just immediately stopped eating anything animal-based, and we both stuck with it after that. Now, every now and again, like, you might make a mistake and eat some crisps that you weren't aware had milk powder sure. in them or something, but it's very rare that that happens. Um, and I think for both of us, it was an, a quick decision that we've stuck to for the last four years. You said that you felt great after you started doing this, and I know people that have started sort of changing to a plant-based diet as well who say the same thing. Um, you know, stories of eczema or psoriasis that just completely clear up. Um, you know, different kind of health benefits that you hear of. What did you experience yeah. when you first made this change? Yeah, I've heard about the psoriasis clearing up as well. It's amazing. Um, but thankfully didn't have psoriasis. But what it did have was quite bad oily skin, mm. and um, that sort of cleared up. Um, I was having trouble sleeping at night and then I was able to sleep a lot better. Hair got thicker, felt fresher during the day. There was a lot of um, health benefits that came, but we weren't expecting any. So it was, it was a nice bonus. <laughs> I, I would just add to that that, um, you know, I personally found my hay fever. So in, in summer I will be a little bit sneezy and actually it could be really bad. But I found that that disappeared when I gave up dairy. And actually about the eczema thing that you mentioned. Mm. Doctors will often suggest if you have got, um, sorry, not the eczema, the uh, acne thing. If, if you have got really bad acne, a doctor will often say, try giving up dairy. Because it can be a little bit of an irritant. People can be a bit allergic or a bit intolerant. Um, so it's, it's well worth a try. Definitely. You mentioned they're being moved by a documentary. And now I haven't watched, I know everybody's talking about Game Changers right now. I haven't seen that one yet. But I did... Um, watch a part of a documentary that talked about these almost miraculous cures and situations that had happened. Examples of, for example, in World War II, a country that had been occupied um, by Nazi Germany mm -hmm. and then not having access to life, uh, livestock anymore, by default had to give up meat and the way that disease kind of was eradicated in that community. And sometimes those seem far-fetched. Mm -hmm. Are there certain pieces of evidence from those documentaries, from those kind of um, you know, reports or research that you see, what is the most compelling evidence that's moved you when it comes to being plant-based? Goodness, uh, that's a, a big, lot there. A yeah, big a smart one. question and I love it. I think um, if, you, if you'll allow me to give you a fairly longer answer to that, um, these people making these films do have, um, they need to tell a story. So they are gonna be picking a bunch of things, people might call it cherry picking, picking a bunch of things that help to support their narrative. So we have to give them that license and we have to understand that people will, can also make a film with the opposite narrative. Um, so it's important to try and do as you're doing and find the actual scientific basis for, um, for the decisions that you're making. As far as the planet is concerned, animal agriculture is one of the top three causes of climate change. That's indisputable. You could say it's number one or you might find it's number two or number three, but it's up there with transport and actually with fashion. So, so there's yep. a lot of um, really bad things that are causing climate change. One of them is food. That's why we took the decision based on solid science to make sure that our food was as sustainable as possible. As far as health concerns are, are, are based, like, you know, we know that, um, you know, a majority of people in the world 
are a little bit lactose intolerant. So there's definitely some evidence to suggest that if you cut out dairy out of your diet, you might feel better. You might be less allergic to certain things. A lot of the stuff we have to go on is anecdotal. So if you watch the Game Changers, which you're talking about, you're going to see uh, football teams, NFL teams, sports players, elite athletes like Serena Williams, Lewis Hamilton, who are all going plant-based and saying anecdotally, they recover better, they feel stronger, they find it easier to cut weight. That's anecdotal evidence. But what you can also say just about the health benefits is that on average, vegans have a lower BMI than any other diet group. Like that's, that's solid science. Um, so I think it's always important to question the, the kind of nonsense facts that people might throw at you. Right. Um, but there's some real solid science underpinning the decision to go plant-based or to go more plant-based because you don't have to go all the way. Yeah. Right, that's true. You and can I go 90% if you prefer. Yeah. And you'll be really healthy for doing it. <laughs> that is, I mean, but that is a point is, is that you kind of feel like you're cheating sometimes when you, when you don't really go all the way, but it's going part of the way is certainly better than not, not doing it at all. And now being in the position that you're in, you're kind of held up as these vegan superstars, you have these fantastic recipes. You know, your book has sold more than any other vegan cookbook as we talked about. There is, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it's a little weird. There's a weird backlash against vegans amongst some people. Have you encountered this at all? Almost this sense of like, oh, well, they're so self-righteous mm -hmm. or, um, you know, misconceptions about vegans yeah. that you've had to combat. We <clears throat> have been really lucky and we have never really had any kickback from any of the th stuff that we've done and the reason why is because we take a really open approach and we don't preach to anyone about anything. What we simply do is we spend a lot of time developing really tasty plant-based recipes and we put them on the internet for free and then we fill our books with tasty plant-based food that people want to eat so they can go ahead and make their own decision about if they want to eat it or not. So yeah, we've been really lucky because um, yeah, we've got, had no, negative, no negativity really at all which is great. And we have to go to a short break at the moment, but when we come back, I do want to talk about the cooking videos because yeah. I watched one yesterday. I found it mesmerizing. <laughs> There's something that you just get lost. There's a meditative thing about watching cooking videos, yeah. isn't there? And you guys have created some incredible original recipes. As someone who's not very good in the kitchen, I'm curious as to how that process works. I've just found out that they're just about to launch Bosch TV. Uh, no, Bosch TV is your YouTube channel, yes. isn't it? But yes. you actually have a real life ITV special coming up in the UK. We do. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I mean, how cool is it, Ian, that we get to go on telly? Yeah, it's really, really cool. And what about radio? <coughs> oh, it's very <laughs> radio, cool radio too, as yeah. well. This is the best bit. Yeah, yeah so much better. But the, um, the TV thing is really special because it's um, it's the UK's first vegan cooking show. It's been airing on ITV1 on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. It's called Living on the Veg, and we're five episodes in, and the response we've had has been wonderful. So we can't, we really can't grumble. Give us the premise. What are you guys doing in this show? So if you um, get to, hopefully, they'll find a way to get it out to Dubai. Mm -hmm. Might take a few months, but um, if you do get to watch it, it's gonna be us in the kitchen cooking our greatest hits, like our best recipes, plant-based classics, giving some like vegan tips for people who might be trying out veganism for the first time cooking along, having some fun, some innuendos mm -hmm. in there, but also we've got guests on as well. Yes. So we've got a meat eater, we've got a few meat eaters, we've got Prue Leith, who's a massive baking star in the UK, um, a weatherman from the United yeah. Kingdom. Anna Jones, who's a really good cookbook writer. Is it Thomas Schaffernacker, the weatherman? Uh, no, no. Oh no, because he's not ITV. Alex Beresford no. uh, from GMB. 
<laughs> yeah, lovely man. And a Michelin star chef. Yeah. In fact, oh, a couple of really ooh, talented yeah. chefs coming to show us their favourite plant-based dishes as well. You know, I really want to learn about how you guys create original recipes in the kitchen. For somebody who is a little, um, just not very well off in the kitchen myself, I don't do enough cooking, it just completely baffles me that you can go into a kitchen, put together some ingredients and figure out how to make it work in a way that is new and different from something where you're not following a recipe. Mm. What is that process like for you guys? How do you actually come up with those recipes? I suppose learning how to cook is kind of like learning a language. You can only get good at it if you practice. That's and, me told. Um, yeah. So it's <laughs> like you just have to sort of just do it and like be prepared for failure. Occasionally you're going to burn your onions. Occasionally you're going to mix spices that shouldn't be blended together. But the more you cook, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the better you become. And then that's that's basically we're home taught. We are home taught cooks. We didn't sort of learn how to. Um, ha we weren't taught how to be cooks. Um, yeah, we just sort of worked it on the job and it worked out nicely. Talk us through a favorite recipe because it's getting close to lunchtime. Mm. People are going to be in their cars, getting hungry. Give us a little sampling of, of, you know, entice them to try something a little different. Okay, how about this one? So we're actually going to be serving this tonight mm. at our supper club here at the Literary Festival. Um, which, are you going to be coming to that? Or are you going to be busy on the radio? Uh, I will see if I can make it. I think see it's sold it. out. I did I think go. It's sold out, so yeah. I was going to say people should get online and come on over, but it's something that's it's been sold, sold out, out for a yeah. while. There's about 150 lucky people who are going to be coming and sampling a load of our favorite dishes. Um, but the, the best one, I would say, is probably the meze cake. Okay. Right? So if you mm -hmm. imagine that we have a, uh, a video channel on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and it's our challenge to try and make videos that go viral, that get millions of views. So we were thinking, well, how can we make, take it all the best aspects of kind of Middle Eastern food, Levantine cuisine, meze, all of those gorgeous flavors, hummus, the falafel, and actually just put it all together in a crazy creation no one's seen before. So we have a cake that is literally made from, you've got a flatbread on there, you've got um, hummus, you've got falafel, you've got griddle vegetables, griddle aubergine, um, and every single bite is just like all of the amazing flavors of meze in one bite. Yeah. It's like what you do on the plate, right? You grab, grab your bread and you kind of mix a little bit of exactly. everything in anyways. Exactly right, yeah. Yes. We, we were actually lucky enough to um, go and sample what the chef made yesterday and he's put his own little twist on it. But okay. for anyone who's coming to the dinner tonight, you're in for a treat. It's going to be super delicious. It's, it's Chef George. What, what chef else? George's special take on it. Can you share what else you're serving tonight? Any other I certainly recipes? Can. Yeah, we, we're doing another one called the creamy seaside pie, which is basically a fish pie, but we've placed the fish with really interesting exotic mushrooms. Um, what else we got on there? So then we're also going to be making one of our favorite recipes and one of our most loved recipes. This has had millions of views online on our channels, Bosch, and it's uh, the cauliflower buffalo wings. Oh, yes. So imagine chicken buffalo, buffalo chicken yeah. wings, but we've made it out of cauliflower. There's no bone, there's no gristle. It's really healthy, but it's so absolutely deliciously hot. Those have gone mainstream. Cauliflower is they big have. on menus yeah, right, right now, isn't mm. it? It really is. And I want to ask you also about vegan lasagna. I saw this on your page because uh -huh. for me, I can't comprehend it. For me, lasagna has a lot of cheese, a lot mm -hmm. of cream. How do you approach a vegan lasagna? Well, at uh, the base of our ragu, we replace the beef mince or the lamb mince with <clears throat> with mushroom mince that we've whizzed up in a blender. And then we just sort of like cook it nice and low and nice and slow. 
and then we skip the cheese but we introduce uh, creaminess with a nice vegan bechamel sauce and we put nutritional yeast in the bechamel sauce to achieve a little bit of cheesiness. It is a really good recipe if we don't say so ourselves. <laughs> okay, I want to ask also about the food videos and the process of putting those together because I yes. mentioned to you that I watched one yesterday completely mesmerized. There's something about them where even if you don't cook, you could just watch the process of these things coming together. I mean, you guys have perfected that art form. <laughs> Well, so, yeah, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. There's a lot of other people doing it too, um, but we were definitely one of the first. And I think that helped us grow our channel in the early days is because this was a new format of video when we started it. Um, but if you imagine it might take you two hours to make a lasagna, it'll take us six. We'll be slowly making every stage really carefully. Sometimes you have to do it twice. And then we have to edit the thing. Mm -hmm. So each video takes us about 10, 15 hours. But it's a labor of love and our audience have come to love us for it, yeah. and we now feel a duty to keep giving them free recipes. Uh, so we'll keep on doing that, even when we do do books and stuff as well. So that three-minute lasagna you see on the video is actually yeah. a six-hour yeah. lasagna. Yeah, or 15 hours right. if you count all of the work. <laughs> yeah. I was I was on your YouTube channel, Bosch nice. TV, and uh, I actually was interested to see that it's not just vegan cooking you're into, it's vegan driving. Oh, yeah. Now then, this is the start of our book tour for the book How to Live Vegan. We're very excited. Very excited indeed. And the reason why we're excited is because of this. Check this out. Check out this. How cool it is. Watch out, watch out. Motorbike. Check this bad boy out. Wow. That is the how to live vegan car. That's you do. You AKA know. the Boschmobile. Boom. It's an electric car, because you know, it's all about sustainability. We're working with Renault, so they thought they'd cover it in Bosch illustrations. Yeah. Boschmobile. You guys wow. have made it in life. <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. <clears throat> Oh, no, you go, go for it. Yeah, so um, so Renault, we are now like ambassadors for the car manufacturer oh. Renault. And uh, the reason why we um, said yes to them is because they do this wonderful electric car called Zoe. And um, yeah, we basically wrote a book called How to Live Vegan. And the UK-based tour, we drove around the whole country, did a thousand miles in, in this electric car. And it's really nippy, obviously no emissions. It's, um, it's a lovely vehicle. So yeah, we had a great time in it. And I want to, we have a few more minutes, and I want to talk about Veganuary. Mm -hmm. A lot of people oh, yes. have been trying this out. It's their first taste of changing their lifestyle. For, for people who feel like, okay, the month's over, I enjoyed what happened, but I'm really looking forward to getting back to the way I was living before, or people who want to continue on, what tips do you have to extend the benefits of trying out a plant-based lifestyle? I would say that, um, you know, if you're one of the people who are thinking, oh, goodness, thank goodness I'm getting away from that vegan month. I want to go back to my normal life. Um, just think about incorporating more plants. So, so you don't have to stick with the full vegan because you maybe don't want to. But, but see if you can be maybe 80-20. So 80% of the time going for a plant-based meal. Um, because not only is it better for the planet, but it's going to be great for your body too. Um, and if you're trying to keep it up, and you've decided you want to stick with it, maybe you're feeling better um, and you just want to carry it on through, well, of course, come to our channels. We've got loads and loads of recipes on Bosch, so you can come and see all of our recipes. Um, try and find favorite spots to eat. There's really good apps out there for finding good places to eat vegan food. Loads of restaurants that actually cater for vegans, so you don't have to have a big negotiation around the menu. Um, and I think just probably remind yourself why you're doing it as well. Watch films like Cowspiracy or like Game Changers, which will um, give you that added motivation to keep doing what you're doing and uh, make it through February and March and beyond. 
So thank you guys so much, Henry, Ian from Bosch. Let us know, I mean, we've talked about Bosch TV. How can people find you, follow you? What are your socials? How can people get to you? We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, and it's all at Bosch.tv. Nice and easy. Yeah, nice well, easy. we've reached Bish Bosch. Bish Bish Bosch. Bosh. Bosh. Exactly. You got it, right? Exactly. You're listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 special. Live at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. Hear from the world's greatest writers. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.